I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning, the following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I don't like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be a show puppet? This could be a while. Puppy smash. Bad parenting podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk, bitches. We had donut cheese. No, no way. Nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Yes, welcome to episode 119 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And fuck. <laughs> That's about the only explanation I have for the last two weeks is fuck. Yeah. Uh, well, it's also a little weird. Yeah, we're not in our normal studio. We're in the living room. I'm not wearing headphones. Yeah, we're not. You're I, wearing headphones. I'm not wearing headphones. It feels like you're talking to the wall. Right. Like and none of this is right. We're using the portable recorder, not the uh, not the in-studio mixer and whatnot. So if it sounds a little off, I'll do my best in post to, to mix and, and tweak and peak and all that jazz. <laughs> but I, it, and I don't know when I'm going to have the studio, the main studio, back up and running again. It's like, going to be a little I bit. I keep having the awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll find a way to, if we have to stick with this for a while, I'll find a way where I can get you wired into the yeah. headphones too, it's so it's just, not so bad. It's just weird. Cause but if you're, so far you're not peaking and you're not hitting levels, so if okay. you do, I'll let you know. I'm like. Just talk at a normal volume. I'm, I'm nervous. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, uh, I. We own a house. We do. And, and finally that saga is over. Yep. I feel like, you know. I, I feel so much like Hope when she was talking about paying off her car loan. <laughs> like there should be some confetti or something that was blown uh, and whatever, but in fanfare or something. But no, there's just a a mortgage now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a very very large payment or amount of money that I now owe to somebody for something. But I'm super. It's this bittersweet thing because I am super stoked to have my place. Like. I, the the door upstairs was fucked up and I needed to fix it. I'm like, oh fuck, I gotta call the maintenance. No, I don't. I can just fix it. And I know it's gonna get done correctly. And I ran up there and I fixed it real quick. And that part's kind of awesome. It sucks that you have to do your own work, sort of, but it's cool because like I, the maintenance man at the other place, oh god, was like was like Joe Dirt. I mean, he was like the <laughs> The way he tried to fix shit, I mean, like, this is not even, like, redneck engineering. Yeah. And if you guys happen to hear any chattering or squeaking or squealing it's in the background. It's just the guinea pigs. We've got the guinea pigs for the kids, and they, every once in a while, much like the kids, uh, get pissy at each try other. Try to kill each other. Yeah. And they chatter and try to establish dominance and, and, and. So, um, we are, what, 98% of the way there, I'd say? As far as what? As far as the move. 
Like I think everybody keeps being really generous when they're doing these percentages. No, because all we have left of the old place is mainly trash cleanup and and emptying the garage and then cleaning. I'm going to say we're like 75%. But we've got somebody else to do the cleaning, so. Yeah, but I'm not even talking. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to let you be optimistic. So yeah, I'm just going to stop raining on that parade. Right. Well, I got what I need to survive right now, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I I'm I'm happy we're in. It, it's starting to feel like home, but obviously we didn't record last weekend. Right? Fuck. I mean, it's I've I've had two weeks off from work to get moved, and my schedule's been shot in the foot. Like I don't know, forty two times. It's been it's been shot in the foot almost as many times as Archer has by the other <laughs> character on that damn show because it's just like what the fuck. As we were painting last week. And painting is just one of those things you can't rush it. You paint, you wait for it to dry. Right. You paint again, you wait for it to dry. You paint again, you wait for it to dry. But we didn't want to try to paint after we had everything in here. And so while you guys are painting, I was doing miscellaneous upgrades, repairs, whatnots. I've done, I don't know, one, two, three, three, four ceiling fans since we've been here. As far as moving, not necessarily the actual number of ceiling fans, but the number of times I've uninstalled and or reinstalled fans based on, well, we took this one and we moved it here because we replaced this one with this one. Because like we had some really old crappy ones that we pulled out of the kitchen or the dining room and the living room. And then, no, the living room was decent. Where does that secondary crappy one come from? Temperance's room. Because we she couldn't have a ceiling fan in her room because her bunk bed, unless we want her to knock herself out. <laughs> yeah, you uninstalled Tempe's fan yep. and installed the light. And right. then you we took... The ceiling fan the out ceiling of the living fan. room and put it in the dining room to replace the shitty one in there. Yeah, you took out the one in the dining room, replaced it with the one from the living room, mm-hmm. and you put in a brand new one in the living room. Yep, and then I have one more to put in in Ezra's room. There's still one more to change out. I've changed the light fixture on the staircase, which that was a fucking... There were three of them. Yeah, but the, the, the one, long one, the that, one, the, yeah. uh, the 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 nasty ass chandelier, brass and glass, man, yeah, you brass can, and glass. You can tell we bought this from an older couple <laughs> because they were very much of that very what what era would that be? Forties, fifties? No, no, no. I mean, it's, no, as far as when that was actually like, oh. an, an, not saying that that's when they had it installed, but the people, yeah, like that. It was Art Deco. It's all very ornate yeah but it's brass so if you don't polish it it gets yeah and so but it's a very weird eclectic mix because some of the remodels in here were done in like the 90s so you get that 90s faux wood like we have faux wood all over the inside of that master bathroom faux (laughs) wood cabinets and when we painted it we taped off the faux wood so it didn't get paint on it and when we took the painter it took some painter's tape it took some laminate off the veneer off of it so Uh it looks so shitty now yeah Thankfully, I think we're. I think what we might just end up doing is sanding those cabinets and getting oh, roughed yeah. up and just painting over them. We'll figure it out. But then, I hate painting cabinets because they get ta- anyway. Yeah, yeah. But we'll figure either it out. way, I'm just not and then, that worried. And then the uh, like every towel hanger, butt wipe holder, the whole nine is all wood. So there was a that, that was a very definite style in the '90s. Oh yeah. I mean, everything in the '90s is like, oh, we want wood grain, everything, but not like real wood. I mean, it was just really strange. And then the kitchen. Looks like th- you could tell they did the remodel in the early 2000s, but they were trying to go back towards like the 30s and 40s aesthetic. Kind of, But with yeah. some modern updates. But basically, they were bargain hunting uh-huh. in 2000, so everything is, you know, 90s era right. stuff. Right. So it's just shitty. It's just shitty looking stuff. And 
hopefully we'll be able to fix all of it over piece by piece mm-hmm. over time because like it's just a the project ceiling the tiles in the kitchen are ugly. they're ugly they're they're stained and they need to be replaced yeah but you know but i did look them up and they're not asbestos i know i'm very glad they're about that, that that pressed fi- wood fiber yeah. sound they're a soundproofing tile right they'd actually we should probably be in their recording <laughs> <laughs> yeah except the floor is uh-huh. tile tile right. and that shit echoes like Fuck. yeah but it would just echo into the ceiling and then absorb it and that would be done right i mean that would be the that's end not of it. How it's not okay? How this that's works. not how sound works here. I know. Dear. I know. Um, Who's the one that does editing for these shows? <laughs> I may not know how to do the technical end that you do, but I get the sound stuff. Right. Of of all the people, you can be snotty to about no, I that. I know that. Yep. And uh, so yeah, we've done a lot of, and then um, our bedroom didn't have a door. Well, actually, I take that no, back. No, it our had bed- a door. <laughs> That was stolen from the laundry room and flipped upside down. So the, so the handle was like at the height of my nipple. No, it was at like your nose. It was the funniest. Like it was a. Per- I was looking. I'm like, this is the way all door handles should be. It's like right where I need. To- I, don't- I don't have to lean down to get to it. And you're like staring at you know straight in the face. So yeah, so we put that door back where it belonged, which left us without a door. So we had to go get a more soundproof door. Right. <laughs> Because it's all it's the uh, door between the living room and the bedroom, and the bedrooms where the magic happens. So you know you don't want either. No. You don't want you don't want either. Everybody side. keeps giving me a hard time because I want a soundproof door because they <laughs> think like I want to like get it on really loud, but it's actually because I just don't want to hear what's going on out here. And then for those times when we get it on really loud, that'll help then too. I mean, it's just it's a win win. You got you got to look at both sides of the equation there. It's not just for you know when somebody's watching a movie out here. I don't so. intend to be getting it on in there while somebody else is out here. Like that's like one tiny piece of pardon the pun wood between you <laughs> and and somebody else. I not but we put a lock on it, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sound does travel, and so to help keep it from going up the staircase, since that staircase is directly at our door, right. You know, it's, it's just one of those things. I'm just saying. When the sex happens, you don't want the kids to hear it. It's just the bottom line. <laughs> While that is true, <laughs> I don't think that was my major concern in getting a good door. Like, <laughs> like everybody keeps looking at me like, oh, Jody needs a soundproof door. And it's like, that's not why. <laughs> I just thought your mom's reaction was the best. Oh, I know. <laughs> Snickery little. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but that, like the, just the challenge of getting all the new stuff we needed for the house. Yes. We found out that your, um, your debit card has a spending limit. My debit card has a spending limit. Apparently. <laughs> we, hit, we hit that motherfucker. <laughs> well, we hit it at the first stop. And so when we loaded up the cart for the second stop, <laughs> oh, it said, sucked so bad. no, yeah, we dropped, we, we dropped like, almost a, 500 at Ikea. Right. And then we drop another chunk of change at, or try to drop another chunk of change <laughs> at, at a, Home Depot. At Home Depot. And it was like, uh, no. Yep. And it said, and it kept declining the card. We're like, no, the money's there. I'm we, looking we... at the fucking account like, the money's in there. And then the, then the fraud prevention thing kicked yep. in because we tried it like four times. <laughs> so then they're calling you like, uh, do you approve these transactions? And it's like, yeah. So we had to have them hold the merchandise because we had spent like two hours going up and down the aisles at Home oh, Depot. Oh, it had taken forever. And, and we microwave. had very specific the, stuff, like yeah. a microwave that was on sale and like the last one. Right. And we had a door that was very specific and the last one. Mm-hmm. Like we weren't just going to, oh, we'll just come back a different day kind right. of thing. We'd spent some serious time. And so we had to go out and go to an ATM and pull cash out of the ATM 
and then run back up and pay for it. But that in the loan was a challenge because I'm borrowing my dad's truck. He, my dad, <laughs> bless his heart, he's I've had his truck for the last two and a half weeks with his nice, really, really nice trailer that he has. It's in a fully enclosed trailer that he uses to uh, transport his motorcycle when he's out in the longer jobs and whatnot. Um, and so it's a completely enclosed, fully waterproof, dry. It's a nice, it's an excellent trailer for moving, especially since we seem to have this monsoon in July right now. I know it's like, like pouring. Uh, we, we were we were talking with each other. Like, hey, finally, we're gonna you know move when it's not raining. It's gonna be you know sunny outside, and for like the first couple days in the move, it was. And, and it then, was super hot, and we're like, oh, maybe it is better to move in the rain and than the hot. It, it's like, well, here, try this. <laughs> <laughs> and so. Yeah, so then it's been raining, so but but everything stayed dry because of that. Yep. But when we went to get the cash, I've got this truck with a big ass trailer on the back end of it, which is no small feat to get into this little. Because these these parking lots nowadays, they design them for a Prius. Like no one's ever <laughs> you going. Sound so old. What the, I'm just saying. Parking lots these days are just so well, seriously. I mean, I, I get that car, cars are getting smaller and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. But it's not like there's not the chance that somebody might be pulling a trailer to go to the bank or whatever, and it it just. That that and that one particular credit union, the parking lot was really janky. Yeah. And then they moved the ATM from in the lobby. Yeah, you're like, just swipe your card in this slot and go through the front door, and it'll let you into the lobby where the ATM is. So I'm tired. I hop out. I swipe my card. Nothing. <laughs> I swipe my card. Nothing. Swipe my card. Nothing. Like, fuck. so I look in. I'm like. That is like the lobby of the bank. That is not the foyer with an ATM. That is like, it looks like I'm trying to break into this bank. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, and, and, and it never used to be that way. That used to be a foyer so that they blew out a wall. Because the, the reason I know all this is the credit union was down the street from where our office used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, yeah. So we get the cash, go back, pay for everything, get it, get, o- get over here. Then, you know, if there are, there are, I have found a couple of things I hate in life. Like truly loathe. One of them is under cabinet hung microwaves. <laughs> so how many hour? Like an hour and a half we spent on that. Two hours. Luckily, only an hour and a half because we were able to use most of what the previous one because the, yeah. the the microwave we had was an that came with the house was bad, so we replaced it with a new one. But of course, they they can't just make a universal template. Like they can't say, okay, here's a bracket. All microwaves need to confirm to this bracket if you're going to go under cabinet. That would be easy. No, this one has this bolt pat, and then the, the the bolt patterns and whatnot, and then they don't line up with the studs. So like I had to do some bracket modifications and whatnot because I they're like well just as long as once as long literally in the manual it states as long as one of them hits the stud you're fine I'm like no 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 I'm not gonna be sitting here cooking and have this guy damn microwave drop on my fucking arms because you know oh you only hit one stud so I modified the bracket so there would be a hole where the secondary stud was so that I knew that the ass in it was bolted into place and then we had to remove the the drilled holes to the cabinets themselves. And just the cleaning in this house alone is gross because it was ter- a rental before we bought it. Yep. And the renters smoked inside the house. Yeah. And so we had to go through before. Like, we- I think secretly. Like, I think they thought they were being secretive about it. Right. Like, because there were uh, cigarette butts, and we may have already talked about this, but yeah. we had the vents cleaned. And there were cigarette butts dropped down the top vent down to through the furnace area and or not, but, you know, through the venting and 
when they cleaned it out, it made it smell like before it smelled like dog. Then we cleaned out the dog smell and then we had the vents cleaned to get rid of completely rid of the dog smell. Mm. And now it smelled like cigarettes. Right. And so then that smell is starting to dissipate. But and then we had to wash the walls before we could the paint walls because were just, you could see where they had pictures hung yeah. because behind the pictures was nice, bright white paint. And everything else was like a dingy yellow. Like, almost like, yeah, it was just. So, and, but then in the kitchen, it was legit like like yellow staining on the inside of the cabinets. I had to go in there yeah. with serious heavy cleaners and clean every single surface of the cabinet. Yep. And that wasn't good enough for me. So then I had to contact paper everything right. so that it was no longer in direct contact with my dishes because I was having a fucking panic attack. Yeah, you were. <laughs> and, uh, but it was like literally when we were, we had to wash the walls before we could paint and that, that TSP solution you have to I do the wall. We talked about this. I don't care. Stigmata. We had nicotine stigmata in this house. It was the grossest thing. And then the, that mixed with the Greek, because there's no vent in the kitchen right, right. now. I got in, I've got I've got some work to do there. That's that's a fucking project. But I really don't want to do it till we remodel because when we remodel, we're going to completely reconfigure the kitchen and move the stove anyway. So there's no point in putting a vent in there. Just to have to move the vent later. Um, and so in there, it was nicotine mixed with like God knows how many years of grease and grime. And the only thing that would actually broke through the first layer of grease and grime was simple green cleaner. <laughs> and I must have gone through like, I don't know how many bottles of that shit. A, a bottle. Was it just a bottle? It seemed like four. <laughs> and just like hosing it down and then scraping it. And, okay. Well, that's right. It was one bottle of simple green, but like, I don't know, a gajillion towels. Because the <laughs> one swipe would just like... Ugh. so then we wash everything on a super hot sanitary cycle so we get those um, rags clean and whatnot and it's just been a lot it's been a lot of cleaning a lot of hard uh-huh. work me and my mom painted all the rooms. you guys kicked ass and we did talk about that yeah so kicked ass and took names yep and then um, my mom just finished painting the bathroom today right and so that's the last room we're gonna paint yeah gotta put it back together then everything's done as far as prepping and painting goes mm-hmm. and then it's just positioning and putting everything away which is still a big job right we we yeah we and have a lot of crap we do and we've already sold a lot of crap you've i been, i you've been you know we we avoided that we found this is pro tip we found something that worked for us that worked really well um we were originally gonna do a garage sale we nixed that for now i still think it would have been better to do a garage sale but I'm, i think you still can with the other yeah. stuff but for the big items yeah and we didn't do Craigslist. Nope. But we're part of this. Um, there's different. And so there's a local buy sell trade group group on Facebook. Yeah, and we posted it on there, and like literally within two days, you posted started posting stuff yesterday. Yep. And almost all the items we wanted to sell are gone. Yeah. I think we I have mean, one like bed left. A d- uh, over a dozen items. Yeah. Done. Gone. Um, and and these are people they didn't flake out on us. No. The biggest problem we've had are like, well, can you hold it to next Thursday? Yeah. But you're gonna get that no matter. And what I just say, you know. If nobody else wants it before then, sure, but I'm not going to hold it. Right. So I did end up holding, I'm holding one thing till tomorrow for one lady, but she absolutely guaranteed me she's going to come pick it up. And I, I kind of know her, like I know people who know her. Right. And that's, I think that's the good thing about using the local buy, sell, trade boards. Is, is you know somebody who knew somebody who knows them, right? It's like you're a lot less likely to have a flake because yep. somehow you're going to drag them down. Yep, yep, yep. And then... uh and in amongst all of this, tonight was our... We, we've eaten in this house a couple times now. Yeah. But tonight was our first legit home-cooked meal. Yeah. 
now you know what it's like to live on the road, so to speak. We've been eating out or <laughs> easy. We've we've had stock and Totino's pizza. Totino's pizza. To, and the kids fucking love them. And they're quick <laughs> and easy. And when you've put in a 12 to 14 hour day just working and the kids are like, dinner, you're like, fuck dinner. I just want to go to bed. So you toss a Totino's pizza in the oven, throw some vegetables at them, go here. And it's literally been kind of like feeding the wolves. You just kind of huck the <laughs> shit at them. Eat this. Here, try some of that. And well, uh, I, t- I went to the grocery store the other day, the one with the little carts that Trent uh, likes so much, uh-huh. and I basically was just like, pick out some fruit, pick out some vegetables, we need to get your vitamin C and your nutrient level back, back up, up to yeah. normal. Yeah. But they did. Timmy ate an entire carton of blueberries in one day. <laughs> an entire Almost thing. one sitting. <laughs> I looked at him like, did you eat all those? I, like, my eyes are like super wide. She's like, yeah, why? Are they mad? <laughs> I'm like, um, no, just watch out. Yeah, just no, watch. I, so I'm like, I, so I looked at her, my temperance. This is very serious, honey. She's like, what's that? I said, if you think you have to fart, don't <laughs> go to the bathroom, sit down, then do it. She's like, but it's just a fart. I'm like, you'll no, think it's, it's just not. a fart. Never trust a fart after eating that much fruit because you'll find that it, yeah, it's a bad thing. Um, yep. So we uh, did. And in and amongst all of this, and I'm, I'm going to preface this with saying I don't want him to stress out or freak out about it, but I'm working on the mediocre best out show. And he keeps looking at me. I really need to work on that. I'm like, then go work on it. He's like, but I have this thing. Like, because every time I say, let's do, uh-huh. let's work on Project A. Right. He goes, okay. And he works on Project A for, I want to say, 30 seconds, maybe 45 if I'm lucky, before he realizes that this is, it's like a domino. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie, right? You you start working on that. Oh, I just found this screw. That screw goes to this thing that I have to fix. But to fix that thing, I have to fix this other thing. So I'm going to fix that other thing so I can fix that thing. So uh-huh. then maybe I'll get back to your project. Like we started clearing off a shelf four hours ago and it still isn't done. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that's what happens. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's bad. So. Well, I mean, like, we're, we're starting to put stuff in the garage, but I'm like, I can't put the, I, I can't in good conscience put anything in this garage right now because it's not secure. The way they had, somebody had hooked up a garage door opener to their garage door. It was a, it was a decent garage door, but it was a manual opening system before. They retrofitted it with a garage door opener, but did it all wrong. So it was literally trying to peel the top panel in half, and then it wasn't, it wasn't sealing properly. You could actually lift the door a couple inches, which is just enough to break it off the tracks and whatnot if you needed to and get some good oomph behind it. So I had to go out there and fix that. And then I noticed that I couldn't get the deadbolt to work properly on the entry door to the side of the shop there. And then I, so I was looking at that and it turned out it's because they used three quarter inch interior door screws to mount a solid metal exterior door and then I'm like, oh, so that makes sense while it's sagging. So I had, to, I had to rework that, and then I had to replumb a door upstairs because um, if you happen to bump into it when you're moving something in or out of trends from the bottom part of the door jam kicked out. So I had to go in there and level that, which then involved, of course, shimming parts of it. So that everything has, like, I'm just going to put screws in the door frame to hold in place. Fuck, it's not level. Fuck, I've got to shim it. That means pulling on the trim. Oh, crap. That's where I get the compressor. Get the nail gun. Give me this. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> well, I, you're working on a thing that's supposed to take you five minutes, and I'm leaving the house to go do a thing right. that's supposed to take 25 minutes. I come back late, 45 minutes later. You're not even quite done with the five-minute right. task. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's just how everything's been going. So I'm glad that I allotted the two weeks off work. I'm glad oh, that we yeah. allotted the full month after... Because you and I went back and forth on that a lot. We did, and I and I ended up saying, you know what? 
at the very least, it, it helped me to know that we were definitely waiting until we had closed to give right, notice right. because we went <laughs> we the went way a, this thing worked it, we at, at every moment so i kept times. getting the i kept getting this feeling like this is not going to ever close like right. i just kept getting this horrible anxiety like what happens if we give our 30-day notice at our rental and yep. then this doesn't close for whatever reason like yep. they discover that your real name is you know baron von stutz bargain <laughs> and you are wanted for war crimes or something i want that name <laughs> baron von stutz bargain that might be my new intro from now on <laughs> so i'm Dr. i was just... stutz bargain <laughs> i like it at any rate i just kept having panic attacks so i, I decided <laughs> am i gonna find his second family and you know in vancouver bc or something like that uh, i'm not nice enough for canada it wouldn't have but worked that's up there kind of my, like <laughs> things happen at closing and during right. that last bit of process time and so i was oh, trust just me nervous. i know i know seven hundred dollars later i know I we know. already talked about this <laughs> so i just kept having this anxiety so i had decided that no matter when we close we would give notice on that day right when we had the keys in when hand. we had the keys in our hand and that happened to put us out a month after we closed and i just decided that since we had already paid our quote-unquote last month's rent we would just do yep. that that yep. way and um it worked out and you know and it's a good thing we did because the amount of stress we've been under to try to make this this worked in the time frame that we have now i couldn't imagine trying to get completely out of that place and i feel like i feel like work expands at the time allotted that you have to do it and we would have right. been able to come in and i mean no but the, the to compound the problem though is i fucked my ankle up back oh, in yeah. april that, so i can't lift any weight that helps and then your back has gone out so you really haven't been able to lift any weight Thankfully, we were able to contact some very young, very strong <laughs> teenage boys in the family that were willing to work for money. And so... That sounds kind of... Well, no, it's fine. <laughs> and so, and it felt really strange for me. This is the first time I've ever been in a move where I haven't been actively like doing work. And so we got them, they moved all the big shit, the couches, the beds, dressers, that stuff. And they spent a good solid four and a half, five hours just fucking hucking shit up and down stairs and in and out and all this stuff. And I was sweating just watching them, just from like, oh, God. And so we got that done, so I paid each of them, and they still save me money compared to movers. And then some good friends of mine that I've known for years that I've helped them move. A million times. A bajillion times. She was, you know, he works, and he came over once. He's actually the one that hung the door for us in our bedroom because he's a contractor and whatnot. But uh, his wife and her son came over twice. Three times? Twice. Three times. I no, think. they're no, coming a third time. They're on coming Sunday. a third time on Sunday, yeah, and have helped us and been so generous to help us move. And they've and not helped just stuff, and not just the lifting heavy boxes and stuff, but like helping actually pack and go through things and and make adjustments for what needs to be done. And uh, just I, there's no way I could have done it. I feel like a lame ass. I feel like one of those. I feel like a one of those fat people that sits around and says, "Oh, I'm so fat that I'm fat, and I'm so fat because right. I hurt, and I'm hurt, and right. I hurt." And I can't do anything because I'm hurt. Like, I feel like that. Yeah. But it's true. Like, I have a rib that is completely dislocated. And so lifting even I, I, a couple of times mm -hmm. is incredibly painful, but continues to be painful for a long time. It's right. like, it's, it's well, like I, aggravating a bad injury. My ankle was so bad that I finally said, fuck, I'm going to have to go to the doctor and figure out what's going on. I know. So I went to the doctor. They did an x-ray. Nothing's broken. Nothing's fractured. There was no fractured 
to begin with. He said it was probably the most severe level of sprain you can get before mm-hmm. causing a fracture or anything else. And that on that kind of a thing, I could see have the swelling that I've been seeing for up to eight months. Yeah. So that put my mind at ease at the respect of at least, hey, I'm not, you know. A big giant baby. Well, that I'm not fucking it up more. Yeah. Yeah. He said, just take it easy with lifting the weights and whatnot. But otherwise, you need to kind of push as much as you can back to normal activity. Um so, but then I, so the, I had a doctor's appointment that, and amongst all this, had that doctor's appointment. Then the, the kid's eye doctor appointment came up. And then, the, so, because basically we had planned everything planned out, two weeks off, do these things, blah, blah, blah. And then everything shifted by a week mm-hmm. because the closing moved by a week due to the appraisal issue that we talked about before. So then all these appointments we had scheduled a long time ago. That would not have fallen during the moving weeks. Now fell during the moving weeks. It's yep. like, but if we reschedule them, we could push them out another six to eight weeks, and we don't want to do that. So we had to cram all that in between. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you started like you've been dead, kind of not dead, but just not yeah, a work, lot of work activity. Work has not been super uh, busy. Full. Right. Like I, I, I've got a couple clients. They occasionally want to look at a house. Blah blah blah. But everything's been kind of like. Like, all of my clients decided to take a break from looking at houses all at the same time. It's like, oh, this is really convenient. I'll just push forward and, and yeah. then get this all done and then kind of attack work after we're done. Um, and then all of a sudden, over the last couple of days, everyone's like, we want to buy a house. Let's go look at a house mm-hmm. and buy a house. And that's the most, as an agent, one of the most, str- there's two stressful periods. The looking? The looking, well, no, the r- offer writing process and right. waiting for acceptance, and then the, like, week before closing. Those are the your yeah. two really, really tense times. And um, I've got a couple, I've got an offer in, I've got all this stuff going on, I've got to check my phone all the time, I've yep. got to make sure I'm available for phone calls and, yep. and negotiating and all this stuff. So it's been, it's been a whirlwind. Yeah. But, uh... We're almost we're almost at the very end. You go back to work on Monday, so we're pretty much at the end of the hardcore. Right, and then stuff. from there it's going to be a little bit here and there after work, and then yeah. all the weekends. And we're going to actually hire somebody to come oh, yeah. in and clean I've, clean I've the got, rental. This is actually the best week for it to, or best month for it to happen mm-hmm. because I've got there's a bonus that'll be coming through at some point this month. It, because of the biweekly payment schedule, we're getting a third paycheck this month. So I'm gonna have a little bit of extra cash to play with, and I've like I'm not I was I was looking around that place. I'm like, Mm-mm. you would. It's weird, you know. We're not filthy people. We're not perfect by any means, but we're not gross. And you don't realize how gross humans in general are until you start moving furniture. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I probably should move that more often. <laughs> well, and vacuum people were under coming it. to get the furniture, oh. and I'm like, I swear I don't live like this all the time. Like, don't look at my house. It's yeah. so bad. Yeah, don't judge me based off this. <laughs> like the garage. As you can have seen from the Facebook Live videos, <sighs> that became the ground where all the empty boxes got staged yep. and tossed. And so it looked like a, I mean, it was just, oh, the whole thing was a wreck. And then trying to balance who's going to have the kids when, because we have people watching the kids for us. Because the younger two, they're just, they're trying to be helpful. Well, but and they're they, just, and they don't understand. And they need it some, I mean, if, yeah. I love my kids, but they need something every five freaking minutes. Right. Like, you tur- you spend 20 minutes set- getting them set up on a game to keep, like, oh, I'll set them up on this video game. It'll keep their attention for hours. Right. You get tw- spend 20 minutes setting it up, five minutes into it, they're like, we can't do it. We're done. Yep. I'm bored now. Yeah, the only thing in the last month that has held their attention solid was The Princess Bride. Yeah. And I totally understand why. It's a great fucking movie. But, um, yeah. And then, in amongst all of that... We've had, uh, like, this, I feel so bad because this is the weekend that Zach Martinez came to town yep. from Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. 
And we originally promised to spend the entire weekend with him. Mm-hmm. And then when the sh- closing shifted, I'm like, shit, we're going to be able to give you a night. So we're going to go pick them up tomorrow afternoon. Luckily, assuming that this monsoon in July holds out, we're going to take them over to the local racetrack here where your dad's going to be racing this weekend in a, in a pretty cool paint-to-pass race where basically you have to tap the other car in some way, shape, or form and actually make physical contact with him before you're allowed to pass them. And so there's all sorts of spin-outs and cool little things that happen. And just it's just a fun race to watch. So I'm hoping that the weather holds out so we can take them to that and then show them around the, a couple of places or whatever in town. Um, but that was coordinating childcare for that. And then there's birthday parties this weekend that we're working out. And then Ezra has summer camp next week, so we're screaming. I mean, so everything just kind of fucking dumped on us, and it did not dump on us in the way we needed it to. So, and then of course, there's been all the stuff going wrong in the states in general, which we're going to touch on lightly at the end of the episode here. We don't want to do a downer just yet. Um, so it's just been it's been a rough couple weeks. I have. Normally, when I move into a new house, I've got about a week to two week adjustment period where I get used to all the noises and I don't sleep very well and things just kind of I'm getting accustomed to everything. Um, Not this time. I've been so goddamn tired that I just (laughs) passed the fuck out. And um, except for the the possessed toothbrush incident. Oh, my God. um, I've been fine. And I've been sleeping. Speaking of possessed toothbrushes. I'm so done. Which one? <laughs> With possessed toothbrushes. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I. So there's that there's that moment of sleep. There's that moment in your sleeping pattern that is the absolute worst to be woken up in, and that's where you have literally just drifted off and into you're into REM sleep, and you're 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 oh everything's that's the best everything's right with the world then you're asleep <laughs> nothing's wrong and i give this panic slap on the shoulder justin justin what the fuck is that in the bathroom and when i first wake up and i roll my eyes up and i look and it literally like the scene from x-files like there's lights and blinks and things going on in the bathroom i'm like, like what uh I think E.T. has finally come home I don't know and I'm just kind of looking at it and there's this weird vibrating noise I'm like what in the fuck and I'm, st- I'm trying to process and my sleep brain is not I just all I see is like this is where the anal probe happens <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get sucked into the UFO I'm gonna get swabbed in all the ways I don't want to be swabbed and then I'm gonna lose time and I, I don't know and then I'm like oh wait no I know what that is and my head's temperance is toothbrush because you bought her this Barbie toothbrush that like vibrates and talks and it doesn't blinks talk. light. Okay, well it it, bl- it blinks lights until and as a timer. Yeah. Instead of a timer, timer. Right, and then and then it has for whatever reason it vi- oh it's, it's not, it vibrates but it's the uh, it's an electric it's toothbrush. It's an electric toothbrush. So it spins. A, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. apparently it's decided that whenever it feels like it, it'll just turn on. And so then we're trying. We you in there, you push the button, you turn it off, and it shuts off. And I go back to bed. And I'm almost asleep again, and the fucking thing goes off again. I just about shit my pants. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> at that point, we nope the fuck out, went and pulled the batteries out. Oh, no, but I couldn't find a goddamn screwdriver small <laughs> enough to turn the screw on the tiny because because you know a kid's using it, so you have to have the batteries cover screwed on mm-hmm. so i that way they don't try to brush their teeth with alkaline batteries then swallow them and die because that's a fucking type of st- that's the state of the country we live in right now people are so goddamn stupid their child's are going to swallow batteries while they're fucking brushing their teeth so i uh, i finally get the thing open and then it's dark and i can barely keep my eye like my eyes are doing that thing when you've been in the dark and you're and now you're in the light so you can't quite open them all the way so i dropped the little screw that holds on the battery cover down the drain yep and i was like i don't fucking care and i just threw the thing on the thing and and then we both <laughs> we both kind of sat there in bed waiting like if it goes off again 
and the batteries aren't, we are going to call a priest. I don't even believe in this, but we're going to call a priest. We're going to get some holy water. We're going to get a crucifix. It'll be like some serious exorcist shit. Like the power of Christ compels you. And it didn't go it off didn't again. It didn't go off again, but then uh, Tempe saw it in the morning. Yeah. She's like, what happened to my toothbrush? I'm like, mommy killed it. Mommy killed it dead. She, it kept going. She's like, but why? I'm like, well, it kept turning on by itself. She goes, Oh God! I'm like exactly. She's like that's really creepy. I'm like you don't even understand. You do not. You even don't know. even know the level of creepiness that is. So now she's all upset because her electric toothbrush is no longer electric. I'm like, yeah, it's just gonna stay that way till we can get you a new one. We're not putting the fucking batteries back in on that one. There's no way in hell. Well, you know what she's doing now. What's that? She takes the battery thing and she shoves it in and holds it on and while she brushes her teeth and then <laughs> I give her an A plus for ingenuity it's fine. because it's fine. she does. She she does try to find creative ways to fix that kind of yeah. stuff. So um, I'm so glad that uh we that, that wasn't an alien. I I mean in my sleepy state I I'm not even sure what I thought it was. But see, that's the kind of stuff that always happens with me. Because I'm, I'm a sci-fi guy. I, I, I'm, a, I'm a sci-fi nerd. I'm not a big fantasy nerd. Yeah. I'm not a big whatever. Big into sci-fi. Big into like Aliens, The X-Files, that kind of stuff. So like that one time when I was just woken up in a hotel room to go take a leak. And I'm stumbling out of the bathroom. And in t- time for my buddy to text message me. And his custom text message tone is the sound of the predator. And I literally froze. And I'm like looking around like I'm in the fucking jungle. Like, oh, fuck. I'm waiting for the three red dots to line up. And then I, I come out of my sleep state you're like oh shit it was just a text message um and so that's always the first thing my my brain flashes to is like oh fuck what and it did it looked like one of those scenes from x-files where like the flashbacks to his sister getting abducted with like the lights flashing in yeah it was the noise though yeah and so i'm just like oh my goodness um i just don't know how you jumped to it's the toothbrush so quickly because because after she brushed her teeth and set it down. We were walking into the bathroom and it did it. Okay. And I and I just chalked it up to the button got jammed, and so I just I flicked it off and it didn't happen again. And then, then it did. And then it did. And then it, so and yeah, you, you quickly as a relative terms. It wasn't that quickly, but <laughs> it's quick enough. More quickly than I came to any kind of conclusion. <laughs> I was still in the what could that possibly be? I wasn't thinking it was. I mean, I don't know. Right. Like, like I said, I don't know what I thought it was, but I didn't want to do with it alone. <laughs> yeah. And then I finally fixed Ezra's shower today. Yahoo. Well, the, I'm trying to, I'm, I've been, I've been trying to go over this in my head. Like this had to have been the world's tallest yet. Like, I don't know if he had AIDS and that's why he was so thin, but it was like, this, the person that could shower in this thing is like Auschwitz thin. I mean, there's no way you can be any man of any, but like, I tried showering it last night. <laughs> and it was the most awkward fucking thing ever because the shower head's like at 6'6". Six, six. I mean, it's really tall. So for, for a tall person, it's great, except it's in like a little 28-inch by whatever shower stall. And so the water does not hit you in any measurable proper way. And so I end up having to get one of those swing arm uh, adapters you can get that normally are used to take a normal-sized shower head and raise it up for a tall person. But in this case, I had it so it would drop it down for Ezra so that way he could actually... And then he was talking to me when I was explaining what I was going to do. He said, oh, thank you, because I've had it... When I wanted to, like... Basically, when he was talking about wanting to wash his junk, he was telling me, like, the contortionist position he has to get into to get water down there. I'm like, yeah, I was in that same position last night trying to wash my buddy. I understood. That's why I went ahead and fixed it for you. Next time you can tell me, let me know what's going on. I could have fixed this a week ago. I'm sorry. And so there's just, it's one of those things where you can tell that parts of this remodel were done by the homeowner because they're not done poorly. 
like he used quality materials. He did quality work, but there's just some things that weren't quite right. Right. Like he used a really high quality grade interior door screw for that exterior door. So in the one hand, he had this type of screw, right? It's a door screw. It was just for the wrong functional style of door. It should have been on an interior door, not an exterior. Yeah, but there were sheet metal screws that everywhere. Was, no, that was, the renter. that was the renter. Because like that gate we have to the backyard, that's an afterthought to keep the dog in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can, yeah, and I can also tell, yeah, there's the, the person who rented this place made some modification of his own, and he must have gotten like a, a screaming fucking deal on like, you know, a 400-pound bucket of sheet metal screws because everywhere has these like three-inch long sheet metal screws that are self-tapping, which work really great in certain situations, but... A metal threaded screw does not grip worth a fuck in wood. Like it'll go in and it'll hold tight when you first like, oh, okay, I held, and then like a day later it's all loosey goosey, which is what I've encountered. So I've you know resunk doors and and all sorts of stuff, and it's just been it's been a long, long slog, a very long slog, and we're not doing it again. This is the house I shall die in. I'll build. I was, I was joking with somebody today. I'm like, I'll, I'll fuck. I'll put six stories in that thing. I'll go straight up six levels. I don't care. I'm not moving. I'll put an <laughs> elevator in. Whatever, whatever. Money's no object. I don't care. But I am not fucking moving again. Or if I do move, I'm gonna burn the fucker to the ground. Get the insurance money and go buy something else because I am not taking all of my belongings from point A to point B again. It's just, God, it's a nightmare. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm glad that it's mostly over. Me too. Me too. So you did actually have a topic to talk about this week besides <clears throat> our shitty ass move. So my phone is going to die. <laughs> so I'm going to read this this post all together and then we can talk about it. Okay. okay. <clears throat> this is a post from a new mother. I'm going to rant for a minute. It bothers me how much being a parent has turned into a martyr profession. Our children are not an excuse to be dirty or lazy and are not a parent scapegoat for whatever. Being a parent doesn't mean leaving food under the couch and never showering. I'm only two weeks in, but so far I've managed to get enough sleep, cook decent meals for my family, keep my apartment clean, spend some time with Jamie, and my newborn is happy, well-fed, well-loved, bathed, and in clean clothes and clean diapers. I see these cute little parenting blurbs all the time but i disagree with them on every level no i don't accept that with the birth of my child came acceptance of a dirty house if my child managed to smear peanut butter all over my curtains that tells me i'm not watching them close enough food is eaten at the table not while running through the house i wish this attitude toward parenting would go away and quickly i think too many people are mistaking laziness for normal parenthood ordeals it needs to stop wow judgy much well not just judgy but i've been in this for two whole weeks and i'm so awesome at it i can't believe you guys are having issues right that's not even a humble brag that's just a straight up see but that's that's where that's where taking the philosophy and and the um state of mind and the belief system set up and my name is earl Mm mm-hmm um, comes into play. Karma will handle it all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So go ahead. Talk about how great your house is now and how easy your newborn has been. One of two things is going to happen. That's going to switch at a certain age or you're going to get knocked up again <laughs> and you're going to give birth to Damien and it's going to be <laughs> the devil reincarnate. Only it's going to make things, it's going to do things that will make Satan go, 
damn, uh, I should have fucking thought of that, right? Uh, our friend with the twins came right. over for a short time tonight, and we were remarking about how easy her her girl twin is. Oh yeah, what? and she's adorable, and she's uh-huh. sweet, and she's and fun. she talks, she, yeah. and she's so she's emotive, yeah. and 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 basically. She 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 looked at me. She goes, "Well, if I only had her, I'd be one of those moms, one of those moms that thinks that their child is perfect, and all children could be perfect if you just take the right tone and mm-hmm. you do the right like because every child is different." And she was blessed with a very good daughter when she's also got three, three crazy boys, boys. Like, like fucking nutso boys, <laughs> like in the best kinds of ways. Like these guys are going to make amazing CEOs someday, right? But. But also the worst kind of ways as parents because they don't really like authority and they don't uh-huh. really want you to tell them what to do and all the things that will make them great people mm-hmm. but horrible children. Right. And uh, <laughs> we struggle with this. Like, yeah. how much do you punish a kid for having traits that someday will get them farther in life? <laughs> right. Right. And like, so, and, it, and it's, it's adorable too to watch how they interact because I've, I've watched, tw- I've got twin cousins. And so I've seen twins before and it's always, it's so. The bond that is there is so, it's like, it's like on another level. I, I remember that we had him on the floor. We had a blanket laid out and they're on the floor and he is having none of it. He's like, fuck this, fuck you, fuck the world, fuck everything. I'm not being held. There's not a tit in my mouth. There's just nothing fucking right about this fucking situation. And she had to pee or something like that. So she's off out of the room for a second. Mm-hmm. And he is just squalling and like fucking fuckity fuck 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 right <laughs> basically everything i felt in this whole entire move was coming out of this little poor this little four-month-old baby and his sister's sitting there next to him she's just it just and she's talking to him like and basically he'd look at her like it's okay brother and she like reaches out and holds his hand and she's like trying to like, and she's like hey calm down it's dude it's fine don't worry no i understand she dumped you and I, i'm like well, I'm, I'm having this i can hear this conversation like when they're like 15 hey i know ben she has she ripped your heart i'm gonna i'll, I'll fucking kill the bitch don't worry i'll shank her i'll i'll, I'll shank a hoe hey it's all right calm down buddy and you know but just just the way that she's like she has that connection with him like dude you just you need to chill out and whatnot and look what i'm doing you know but she was but watching a four-month-old reach out and try to console and and make her brother feel better was it was it was it's a remarkable thing to watch and you don't always get to see it unless you see either kids that have been raised super close together or twins like that where there's just that connection of you know you could he did calm down a little bit when she grabbed his hand yeah not completely but you could tell that it is a a soothing and comforting thing for him um and but but that's also you that's a perfect stark reminder of the difference between children no matter what's going on like when her brothers are going batshit fucking insane and her older brothers are running up and down the stairs and screaming and whatnot she's got this big grin on her face and she's just watching everything like wow this is pretty cool look what i'm a part of i get to see all this and then the other one's like fuck you leave mom alone i want to eat and he's freaking out you know just screaming and and so there is that different i i just you know and i've and i've caught myself doing it i get judgy sometimes with parents and whatnot and we all have to take a step back at times and think like well and there's i mean i will never say that it's okay completely okay carte blanche to judge someone but there are sometimes when you're going yeah i'm gonna go ahead and judge you for that like right well there there are some things so here's a perfect example a friend of ours on facebook used to be a nanny for ezra posts on facebook this story of i was driving to work saw this kid running around in his underwear on the street he's probably seven to ten years old and I pull over to like, I don't want him to run out in the middle of the street and get hit. 
I pull over, I start trying to talk with him. I can't figure out where he's from, what's going on, what's going on, or why he's out there. But, but I, I am able to calm him down enough to say, hey, look, I'm going to help you find help. Just please hop in the car with me. And for whatever reason, he found her approachable enough that he got into the car with her, got in the back seat, and she said that as soon as he got back to him, they started driving, he passed out. So we don't know how long he'd been out, what's been going on. So she pulled into a local church parking lot, called 911, said, hey, you know, gave the whole spiel, cops came over, uh, they helped locate the kid's parents based off missing persons report, the whole nine. Um, turns out this kid is is autistic and like way, way, way up there on the, uh, the, the spectrum scale. Um, and They've got like it, their house is set up like Fort Knox, like a bunch of locks, some that are right, like the top of the door, which is what you have to do with some of these kids. And somehow he had now determined and figured out that if I get a chair and I stack this and I do that, he had gotten all the doors unlocked and gotten out at some point in the middle of the night. Is there somebody coming down the stairs? Or? Yeah. Who is it? Ezra. What's up, buddy? Okay, and we're back. Sorry about that. Had a kid with a, uh, a, a gas problem. Gas bubble? Gas bubble. He needs to fart, and it's just not happening. So we gave him some some make you fart and or make you poo medicine. And luckily, there's a bathroom up there. <laughs> well, I didn't give him make you poo medicine. No. Well, no, but normally that kind of stuff. Well, if it if it helps, at least the reaction I have like on a gas X is if it stops the gas from happening, it just causes it turns me into a damn whistling factory of farts. Okay, whatever. So <laughs> it doesn't get rid of the bubbles. It just causes. He's them up to there. He's got his own bathroom. He'll yep. make it through. Yeah. So this always happens though when he comes back because he doesn't drink enough water while he's out. Yep. Keep telling him. Yeah, I know. But so yeah, the kid basically figured out how to unlock all the locks on the door and got out. Um, and the mom via Facebook somehow found her way back to our old nanny and said, "Hey, I just want to say thank you for all the people that drove by him. You actually pulled over and stopped. You helped him out. Yada yada yada." Um, and so. There's nothing wrong with his parents. They they had all the precautions. They had the high locks. They had all this stuff, and the kids still managed to get out and whatnot. So it's one of those things that you can't automatically, and it's hard if you want to. You yeah. want to judge somebody so hard sometimes. But I'm talking even the simpler things. I'm even yeah. talking like the wild kid at the grocery store, or right, the right. like Trent threw a, literally a 30 minute fit because he didn't he didn't need a prescription for glasses. Yep, he couldn't get glasses. He wanted glasses so yep. bad he had picked out a pair that he wanted and then the doctor said he didn't need them and he threw a fit and i'm sure that the it was actually really embarrassing because i'm pretty sure that the people that saw him doing that were judging me right right but it's i was being a good parent i was saying i'm not gonna cave into your whim because the only way to st- get him to stop crying was to cave in and get him glasses that he didn't need mm-hmm. and i'm not gonna do that no because I'm a good parent. <laughs> um, but what it looks like is that I'm a bad parent because my kid is sitting in the corner crying. Right. But I'm teaching him that sitting in the corner crying doesn't get you what you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes the things that look the worst are actually when you're doing the best thing. Yeah. And a lot of times you can you can base it off of how the parent is reacting to. I mean, there's... There, you usually there's an exasperated look on the person's. There's some. There's usually a tell. It's like, okay, that person's really trying, and that kid's just a fuck off. That kid's being an asshole right now. Um, but then there's the other times where you know, it it can go either way. So it's one of those things that you kind of have to when you're making it. If you make a judgment call to judge, 
you might be making a judgment call to embarrass yourself later. So you just got to be prepared for that kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, and karma will get you. Oh, yeah. Go ahead and judge. Go ahead and judge me yep. for my screaming kid. Next time it'll be you. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and that whole, you know, Bible verse, right? Is it is it a Bible verse? Judge not lest ye be judged. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it really feels like that is... I don't judge other people, so wh- hopefully, when I am in a situation that I that I feel embarrassed, I can say they're not judging me because I don't judge other people. Right. And I mean, is it true? Probably not all the time, but at least nobody's perfect. At least I can say, you know, I don't judge other people, mm. and therefore I don't have to live in fear of them judging me. Right. Um, that's like I said, probably not true all the time, but I think at one point he had me really frustrated because I was trying to help Tempe pick out the glasses because poor Tempe doesn't just need glasses again. She needs to patch her eye again. So she actually has to go one step further. So she's going to have to wear an eye patch during the day. Um, so I was feeling a little bit like I needed to comfort her and help her pick out a really cool pair of glasses, but I couldn't because here was fuck not screaming in the corner right so i was a little even extra agitated yep um and i i was i was like if you don't stop this right now <laughs> i'm gonna take you into the car and you're not getting dessert for a month and he was just like i don't care about dessert i want my glasses <laughs> that's one of those times where he wants to be so much like his older siblings I actually talked to the doctor. So frustrating. I talked to my eye doctor today. He's like, if you want, I'll write him enough of a prescription. We can get him some polycarbonate glasses that are, you know, just a really low, low prescription and he can have glasses. I'm like, so tempting, but I don't think I can cave in now. (laughs) Right. We'll we'll keep that in the back of our pocket just in case we need it. But yeah, it's a, yeah, he, uh, that poor kid we yeah. all so the only person in the whole family that doesn't have glasses is you uh-huh. and now and he's been banking that he'd get them he's mm-hmm. been like counting on it i'm gonna get my glasses well, and he's got the same vision i do 2025 yeah, yeah. so it's better than perfect basically the, the doctor's like when it's well, not better than perfect well 2015 would be better okay sorry but whatever whatever it is it's it's uh, no 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 glasses needed and yeah. and whatnot and so he just looked at me he's like yeah You've got the eyes that most people would kill for. Mm-hmm. He's like, you don't have any stigmatism. You don't have any of this. You don't have any of that. He's like, you got a little bit of, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, wear and tear based on your use of computers and whatnot. He's like, but even that's minimal. Um, so they were. Uh, he was telling me today that back when, because this guy, he's like sixty-two. Right. Yeah, he's older. You know, been in the business a long time. Um, and he says back when he was testing kids, you know, twenty years ago, they considered twenty forty good vision for children wow um because it's a lot it's a lot easier to to get a good read on them now that most kids know their letters earlier yeah but back then if they don't know their letters it's harder to get a good read when they use the you know the e's Mm. that are Mm. backwards or whatever or the pictures it's it's just not as accurate to know how good their vision is so he was saying that when he was testing kids back in the school when he was doing school visits still yeah um they anything under 20 anything better than 2040 was passing wow which is not good not really good perhaps that's why we had so many people with school issues right the doctor says i'm fine but i still can't read this fucking text Ah. so but i i had told him last year that this year i would get trent in to get him a baseline because with all of the other kids having 
and yeah. me having bad vision and vision problems and all these eye problems. Um, and so I was really expecting Trent to need glasses and then he didn't. And I felt kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, all I can say is for his benefit, I hope he keeps up. Oh yeah. I do. I do. Um, the one thing I do wear glasses, I wear sunglasses a lot. Right. And just that alone is like, I couldn't imagine oh, they, they fog up or they get scratched or whatever. I'm just like, ah, oh, damn. Um, because I have a light sensitivity, you know, I'm just, mm. I'm sensitive to bright lights and whatnot. So I couldn't imagine like that being like, I, I count on these on a daily basis to read or to see or whatever and having to deal with those kind of problems then. And I can't do contacts. There's no fucking putting something in my eye. Mm. <laughs> just, oh, that, that piece of drywall that went into my eye. Oh, that God, was awful. having to fish that fucking day. thing. Well, I felt really, because I'm, 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 I'm sitting here whining about it. Like, I need you to look at my eye. There's nothing in there. I'm like, no, I swear no, to God. No, I, I believed that there was something in there. No, I but just you weren't seeing it. No, I couldn't find it. And you were freaking out. So like, like, I'm going to call you out a little bit. You were freaking out real bad. Not that I wouldn't have been. And I couldn't get you to open, because I knew I, I could tell where it was hiding, because you have these giant eyeballs, mm-hmm. like, like huge <laughs> eyeballs. And I could tell where it was hiding, but I couldn't get you to lift your eyelid. I couldn't lift your eyelid long enough before you started freaking out. Well, that's the thing. That it. it's, I have unbelievably strong eyelid muscles, because trying to keep those things open... But finally, it was one of those things that I got to the point where it stopped watering enough that I could see what I needed to see. And then I peeled the lid back and I saw it in there. So I went with a Q-tip and dabbed it and got it out. But it was it was nice to have it. Like, I actually had pulled a chunk of dry. I'm like, ah, that was really, it wasn't like a, a hair. I'm like, oh. There's nothing worse when you feel like you've got something like, like in your mouth. Like, oh my God, what is that? And then you pull this little itty bitty hunk of meat. You're like, really? <laughs> that? That caused all that discomfort? What the actual fuck? You know? So that was fun. So a little pro tip for you, but don't forget to put your safety goggles back on before you go drying up a ladder and you're working on the drywall and whatnot. And not that I ever do, but you know, still you should. <laughs> I was going to say, you own a pair of safety goggles? I own like four. I can just never find the fucking things. <laughs> and it was too, because I was working on a light and didn't have light in that stairwell because I had the power turned off. I couldn't put my sunglasses on. Because a lot of times what I'll do is what I'll do. If I'm working in a bit well enough area, I'll just toss the sunglasses on real quick and, mm-hmm. Do that, and nope, not when you're in a dark stairway. Especially that thing, because to get to that damn light, it's a 22-foot extension ladder on a staircase up to a beam that you hope to God doesn't shift, because it's there's a, there's a, there's a beam, there's an actual structural beam underneath of it, but it's wrapped in... Like fascia board. Like fascia board, and you seeing how some of this other fascia board is attached in spots, you're like, if that's so much as shifts, <laughs> I could go for a ride, and it's a ride I don't want to take, so... But yeah, it's moving sucks with kids. So if you're planning on doing it, don't just on carry the, it. On the positive note, yes. I would like to point out that all of our kids have slept in their own fucking beds every night we've slept here. Well, I think it's helped that we have kept them up on average <laughs> a full two hours past their bedtime every night That's because true. of the wacky schedule. They're used to starting the bedtime routine at seven to seven thirty and being in bed by eight to eight thirty. And we've been having them in bed between 10 and 11. <laughs> and so finally it gets to the point where Trent's like, Mommy, I need to go to bed. <laughs> it's not even like I want. It's like, I need, I need to go to bed. <laughs> so we get him to brush sleep. Oh, I can't do that. I'm too tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's the cutest. Yeah. I'm too tired to walk up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm too tired to stand to brush my teeth. It's like, we still got to do it, buddy. And then he just lay him down in bed. Okay, good night. <laughs> he just rolls over and that's it. He's done. Even Tempe hasn't fought it. Mm-mm. And Trent's so. always been the, 
you know, get me to my bed. I'm tired kind of kid. But Tempe's always been the one who's like, I'll stay up. I'll stay up forever. Right. You you give me enough shows to watch and things to do. I'll stay up forever. Right. She's the kid that went to the races with us that one night and was up till like 1230 and like, what are we going to do next? Yeah. What's up? <laughs> what are we going to do now? What's now? But then as soon as you get her into a bed, though, poof, mm-hmm. out, out cold. So, yeah, that's been our life yep. for the last two weeks. And so we'll have a kid going off to summer camp this week, and then we'll have Temperance in her summer camp in a couple of weeks, and I'm trepidatious about that. I'm, I'm, I think I'm I, expecting a phone call. I'm not. I'm expecting a lot of tears, but not from her. Uh, <laughs> you <laughs> so, cried the first time we dropped Ezra off. I did. I did. And then, of course, it's harder watching her do all these things from my perspective. <laughs> it, so it's just, you know. And I'm like, bye. Yeah. See you in a week. <laughs> no, I really do hope she does well. I, I, I just think one of the, I don't know if we've done I just it. don't know what she's going to do to all those churchy people. At the, <laughs> I'm a little like, oh, crap. Yeah, she's going to be the, we might be getting a call, but not because she's, you know, Scared. wants to go home, but because your daughter told somebody to kiss her shiny metal ass <laughs> or bite her shiny metal ass. <laughs> um yep that would be my, that would be temperance or like or like my mom says your god doesn't exist yeah. <laughs> or, or her favorite i came here to chew bubble gum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubble gum <laughs> so that's going to be an interesting thing so we'll, we'll definitely be posting updates about that and i'm sorry that the show seems a little wonky because oh, we've yeah. been um well then we had kid interruptions and yeah exactly it's like the good old days back when yeah. we had we recorded when trent was still you know yeah, screaming yeah exactly so the one thing i did want to touch on briefly and we'll just nail it here at the end of the show is um we all got to stop shooting each other yes we uh we wanted to specifically wait till the end of the show because i'm just i'm so sick as I've heard other people in both the podcast community and elsewhere, but of this getting used to push personal agendas, we all know there's a gun issue of some sort in this country. We all know that there is a huge disparity between races in this country. And we all, I should say, these are all things we all should know. And I think the first line of proper course of action after something like this happens is to to extend some support and then let the as part of the healing process let there be discussions but it, the problem is it's hard to have discussions on a rational level cuz nobody can be rational about this it's a very touchy subject mm-hmm. all i can say is that my heart literally just like broke into a million pieces watching that kid break down at the press conference, um, just sobbing, I want my daddy, I want my daddy, um, after his, his dad was shot in cold blood, in my opinion. Um, and I'm sickened on multiple levels by it because we shouldn't... The press needs to fucking stop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the news cycle that we have right now is atrocious. I get that people want a story. I get this, but to put the kid like that up there and I get all the reasons for why they're doing it. I don't agree with them, but that's the most traumatic thing you could do to somebody who's trying to rationalize why somebody shot his father, who, as far as he is concerned, was a good man, you know, so on and so forth kind of thing. And by all accounts, committing a crime does not make you a bad person. No, and, it, and and whether or not you're a bad person doesn't mean you should deserve to be like we don't even shoot the really bad people in the well and not even that it's there was no proof that he had committed a crime right. at that point in time 
even the owner of the establishment he was sitting out in front of was like, I, he was fine. I don't know what the problem was. Um, but what bothers me is that I don't care where you stand in the debate. I don't care where you stand on gun control. I don't care where you stand in any of this stuff. If you can sit there and look at me and say, this is not a black versus white or a white versus Mexican or brown or whatever issue, you have something seriously wrong with your thought patterns because you can count the number of times that there's proof of it everywhere where white people with guns and whatnot get tased. They get whatever, but you get a black person with a gun and all of a sudden they're getting shot. And I'm not saying that the person who got shot is right, wrong or whatever, but if lethal force is supposed to be the acceptable solution in that, then it needs to be acceptable across the fucking board. And if you can't say that it's acceptable across the board, then it can't be acceptable in that case either. Right. And And nothing about what I saw in that video showed that he was resisting. Or they had him down, they had him pinned, they had him cuffed, then they found the gun, then they shot him. What the fuck? <laughs> or even if they didn't have him, I, I, can't, I can't say they had him cuffed. I can say they had him restrained. Mm-hmm. Enough that they could have grabbed the gun, walked away from him with it, and it wouldn't have been a risk to them whatsoever. So I, have, I saw no validation whatsoever in that particular shooting to say that, uh, that um, it was justified or that it should have happened. And we've got a police officer in our extended family. Mm-hmm. Love the dude very much. Hope to God this kind of crap never happens to him. But then we've also got people in the extended family that immediately jump in the band like, well, I stand with police, and if you can't accept that, then you can unfriend me and blah, 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 blah. It's like, fine, you know what? I will. Because you can't carte blanche stand with the police, and you can't carte blanche stand with the kid or the black person or the whatever. You have to judge each and every situation by the facts you have at hand. And unfortunately, the current facts we have at hand is we have a seemingly overwhelming amount of police that are more willing to shoot to kill than to be killed than to be killed but only when it's dealing with a certain race and i guess my my problem has been for quite some time that i feel like we've we've indoctrinated the police force to think that their lives are more valuable than Than, the people that they protect right and while i i don't want any police officer ever to have to be hurt injured or or killed in the line of duty the point of having a police force is to serve and protect the citizenry not to shoot and kill the citizenry for minor infractions yes and it And that, that's where I'm at. I just don't think it's right. I don't think it's right to um, put the lives of... Granted, like I said, I have the utmost respect for law enforcement. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. I, I, and it, and it's, it's a shit job. And not all of them are bad. But it's definitely the ones that, are co- that, are, that have caused these problems have definitely um, not made it easier. And then to turn around and have a mass shooting where 11 cops are shot right. via a sniper, five of them killed. That's, and the guy, like, I'm just sick of all these cops killing people. Okay, so seriously, the, right. the people you that killed. That makes no sense That whatsoever. makes no sense whatsoever. Um, so, it's, I don't know, it's a super, this is a super frustrating time for me to be an American. And I'm not saying it's the only super frustrating time we've had, but it's very it's very strange to be trying to exist, survive, raise a family with such turmoil going on. Um, and 
things that shouldn't still be issues. Like there shouldn't still be racial inequality. There shouldn't still be all this stuff. And it's just so strange. Um, and, uh, I, I actually, for those of you who, um, I'm, I'm friends with somebody on Facebook. I'm not going to give out his real name because either you're friends with him or you're not, but he's known, he's known as Pone Tony back in the days of like the court and fat boy show and whatnot. And, um, he very succinctly put this in a post and I'm just going to go ahead and read it here real quick. Cause I can't really say any better than he did. Um, but, and I will say this is coming from the, the, um, he's an African American gentleman, really cool guy. Um, but basically what he has to say is here, I'll just read the post, um, save your shit about not all cops are bad and, but the good cops dot, dot, dot. I wasn't hearing it before and I'm damn sure not listening now. No more. Not until this shit changes to hell with your excuses and platitudes about the good cops training, respect for police, proper steps to avoid confrontation, etc. The people tasked with protecting the public, all of the public are allowed to murder with impunity. If you can't see how that doesn't line up with your straw man argument of black on black crime or showing the cops respect, I have no place for you in my life. Plain and simple. I don't want to hear any more garbage from people. And I've unfriended quite a few lately about black people going out and cleaning up the problem in their own neighborhoods. Criminals are criminals. <clears throat> That's what the police are for. There should be no reality where black citizens should have to fear the criminals and the cops. What the hell is that? When the other communities get police that protect their neighborhoods, I got people in my timeline telling me, read black people, to organize neighborhood crime cleanups instead of Black Lives Matter rallies. Why the fuck do you get police that serve your community while I have to go out and be goddamn Batman to handle crime in mine? And the good cops who stay quiet are just as complicit and forfeit the right to be called good cops. You are all responsible for the actions of your brotherhood if it is, in fact, a brotherhood. Um, so, yeah. And I, I think that that you can tell it was from a place of anger, but mm -hmm. at the same time, it was very well thought out and very well stated because it's true. It's one of those things that, yes, not all cops are bad. Not all kids are bad. Not all black people are bad, whatever. Um, but if you are part of that thing and you stand idly by while these things are happening or you, whatever, you're just as much the problem as anything else. And something has to shift. Something has to be done. And I think we're getting to a point that if these things continue to happen, we could have a hell of a um, wicked social uprising that likes that haven't been seen in a very, very long time. And it's going to be a very, not friendly place to be for a while because, you know, we need to treat each other with dignity and respect, no matter our differences in race, religion, creed, kids, no kids, whatever. Um, and I always go back to the experience that I've had just being a part of the podcasting community. I had a fucking balls out fun week in Salt Lake city with a bunch of people that I had known for a very long time, but never met before mm -hmm. and was perfectly comfortable with all of them. We had a good time. They were there for each other. And I've met a lot of cool, chill people through this. And so there are good people out there, but there's also a lot of, uh, a lot of shitheads. And mm -hmm. I just, there are very few having grown up with somebody who was military and was raised by him. There are very few situations that warrant a killing. That's how we were raised. He's, and it was always like, you know, if you're going to, like, if you're going to pull a gun, be, you have, you don't pull it just to show it off. You pull it to kill. And if you're going to do this, you have to, so they're just, you damn well better be ready to make that, 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 that commitment. And 
but he also said there's really not a lot in life that's worth killing for <laughs> or dying for. You've got to really kind of play your cards right there. So for a staunchly conservative and as much as a jackass my old man can be at times about that kind of stuff, he's also very wise in a lot of ways too. And I've always held a lot of that to heart because, you know, it's somebody else's life is not something that should be handled lightly or with any type of flippancy just as much as protecting your own or your own life should be either. But at the same time, there are certain jobs that people can take, whether it be military service, law enforcement, whatever, where you know one of the possibilities and the risk of said job is death. So either you're aware of that and you do your best so that it doesn't happen, but you don't try to avoid it at all costs because it's an unavoidable it's a possibly unavoidable side effect, I guess, for the lack of a better term, of that particular job. So if you can't handle that, then don't fucking take the job. And we need to be better about just who we allow to be an enforcer. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so... That was the cap of our two week move. Like I'm, I'm starting. Like all of a sudden, my Facebook's blowing up, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, what now?" I'm like, "Oh shooting, shooting. Oh fuck, more shooting. Oh yay!" Um, so I've kind of been staying off Facebook for the past couple of days after I saw what happened, just so I could not have to deal with all that on top of everything else. I know total first world problems. Wham, I'm moving, but people are dying here. But it just you feel so helpless. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Like you don't want to send your kid out in the world to get shot but you don't want to completely shelter them either. And so you're just kind of sitting here as a parent like, <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound flippant about it, but I, I'm, I honestly feel a little bit lucky right the, now that, that I don't feel targeted. <laughs> I hate saying that. But yeah. I hate saying it. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel privileged. Mm-hmm. I would rather feel equal, but I, rather than ignoring the fact that I'm privileged, I'd like to point it out and say, I'm not facing this problem every day. I don't have to wonder if my son right. being a, you know, shitty ass 12 year old goes out and insults a cop if he's going to come home alive. Right. And nobody should have to worry but about that. That's my point. Yeah. Nobody should have to worry about that. Yep. And, nobody. And yeah, here we are. So yeah, it's, it's no good. Um, on a much lighter note, we are part of the podcast collective. A podcast collective has a lot of great shows that are us and others. Like, um, I probably should have had the website pulled up by now, but I totally didn't. And this is a wonderful radio. So if my phone will hurry up and catch up with me here. Oh, nope. It's not going to go quick. Never does. Okay. So, um, we have the tales from the hard side podcast, mint and box cast. I am salt Lake, the internet with Scott, the pool boy, uh, dating baggage, which is no longer an active show, but we're leaving it up there for archival purposes. 40 going on 14, the sunshine, happy pants hour, the coffin, Joe cast, no hope for humanity on the block, which is another show that we have there for archives. And of course the bad parenting podcast and some news. We have two more shows that are hopping onto the network. Um, they are, I'm hoping to launch them here in the next couple weeks. It's I've, I've, They've been very patient with me, and I've been very thankful for that, that I'm like, hey, I'll launch you as soon as possible, but I've got a move to do, my own show to work on, I'm doing a best of show, 
I'm kind of overloaded at the moment, so just give me a couple weeks and we'll get you guys up and running. So be looking forward to that in a couple weeks here. We'll have a couple other shows added to the mix, and the network continues to grow and continues to add new people, and it's pretty awesome and exciting. Um, and then, of course, if you want to contact us, there's a multitude of ways to do it. And uh, Dan, yes, I have your voicemail, and yes, I'm going to play it. <laughs> I don't have the capability of doing that right now um, because my studio that allows me to actually play the stuff onto the it, it's it's still packed so i'll find a way to make this playable next week <laughs> and, and so i apologize for not playing it this week but i will get your voicemail up here as soon as possible um but if you like, want to be like dan and leave us a voicemail you can do so by uh calling 503-609-0375 or send an email to grounded at badparentingpodcast.com or you can go to our website www.badparentingpodcast.com there's the contact us section on there uh, use your voice recorder app on your phone and record it and then email it into us. Uh, we are on my. Why do I always say MySpace? My God. I'm really not sure. Like, I'm that stuck, hasn't been a thing, thing for like a really 2007, long time. right? We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. I'm uh, Twittering a lot more twittering. lately. Yeah, you are tweeting the twats a lot lately. Um, Facebook, Instagram. Try to say MySpace again. No, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. There's one that I'm missing. I don't know. We're on, we're on the social we're on the social media. Yes, we're He's there. tired. You can tell. I am tell. tired. Yes. Um, and you can tell from the not wording. Okay. Yeah. The the, the inability to brain. I cannot brain today. I has the dumb. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're on all those various places. Oh, also got a new iTunes review from Slacker Jedi. Slacker, thank you so much for doing that. He hadn't done that already? No, he apologized for that. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, I just figured... <laughs> the way I, to call him out, Jody. Thanks. I just figured... I'm going to get a message now from that. Like, she straight up called me out on the show. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just assumed that you'd already done that. So, I thank you for doing it now. Yes. <laughs> that's a good thing. And everybody should do that. I agree. You're so setting a good example. Most definitely. So, we, we do appreciate that kind of stuff. Feedback, reviews. Also, merchandise. We have a store <laughs> set up on our website. People ask me for t-shirts. I put t-shirts out there. Ain't nobody buying t-shirts. Well, times so, be tough, yo. Yeah. Well, I, I get that. <laughs> As somebody who has bought podcast merchandising in the past... But I chose to wait to ask for the stuff for when I had money in the bank account so that when the said person put oh, the effort whatever. into it. <laughs> I know, I'm shaming Jack people. Ass. Yeah, I'm just trying to shame them into buying <laughs> our stuff. No, seriously, guys, we do have t-shirts out there. We have uh, t-shirts, sweatshirts, baseball jerseys, type shirts, all sorts of shirts, cell phone covers, uh, koozies, you name it, we got it. Go to the merch section of our website. Buy some fucking merch. It'll help support the show. We'd really appreciate it. <clears throat> yeah, so... So far, Spend we're still ad-free. Yeah. We'll always stay free of that. We won't ever charge for it, but, you know, it is pretty I'm much... I'm just joking because nobody... <laughs> oh, we could, we'd find somebody to advertise here for us. <laughs> Audible.com. No, no. I was thinking more along the lines of, like, Jared from Subway. He'd probably oh. be willing to advertise on something like this. You know, a dating site for males that want to pick up on maybe underage kids. That's the kind of little people that would try to advertise with us. I wouldn't let it happen. <laughs> I was gonna say, no. like, that's really gross and creepy. No. Thanks. I would I would report every one of them to the FBI. <laughs> I'm just saying that's the level of advertising we'd probably try to get, which is why we don't have advertisers. We just say buy some merch. And the merch is a lot cleaner because there's no, you know, that involved. Foot, foot, five dollar foot longs? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 
Bazinga. <laughs> Worst gigolo ever. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. If, no, see, that's the, that's the wrong model. If he was charging them for... <laughs> I'm, I, that went all sorts of wrong. It did, but I was going somewhere and... <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we we need to get off that train really quick you. because it, it just derailed in a most horrible way. So, all right, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for being supporting the show and being there for us. Thank you for putting up with us for not being here last week with a new episode. We love you. Um, and until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's all done now. Here it goes.